right, welcome, welcome, and welcome to episode, I guess, two, not counting the pilot, of the Lockdown Podcast. You know, we are doing this bi-weekly just to cover um, Raw and SmackDown on, you know, on a week-to-week basis, just so we can smush things together more to um, better evaluate each show. And so, uh, what's the word, Tim? What's going on, man? How's your week? My week's been going great. I'm just excited and glad to start seeing some warmer weather. Yeah. So we're we're in Michigan where it's normally, you know, pretty crappy weather, but we're finally starting to hit our stride into the 70s and 80 degree weather, which, you know what, by comparison to the crap we've had, you know, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, so the... So we're we're springing back to the Raw on May eighth, um, which was the the kickoff essentially to um, the new World Heavyweight um, Championship tournament. Um, and so, um, it, honestly, it was kind of cool that it kicked off the show with that with the first set of a triple threats, um, which was Seth Rollins, Shinkei, and Damian Priest. Which, you know. Every one of those guys is deserving of a title shot, but I don't think anyone at this current juncture is bigger than Seth freaking Rollins. No. I would say all three of those men are uh, really good. I like them all. Yeah. David Priest, is a, well, he, he, he needs a title push. Well, he just needs to step away from Judgment, Judgment Day, because, Day yeah. because all that he's going after is essentially tag team stuff. But, I mean... You know, he's been in multiple singles matches but hasn't done squat with it. So it's like you can't call the Judgment Day such a dominating force on whatever, you know, show they're on if they're not winning things. Like if, if they were bloodline status and they were putting titles on themselves, it would make more sense. But they're, they're just not. He's You're basically on this plateau of the gimmick of Judgment Day. And I don't think, I don't think Damian needs Judgment Day... Honestly, they honestly could all go three separate ways. The only one that's holding on to any strand of life from the Judgment Day is Dominic, which, you know what? You don't like him. I mean, I don't like him either, but like... I can't stand him. You know? But the crowd just lets him hear it. Oh, God. Every, Every time, time he freaking talks, that crowd just gets so loud where he can't even hear himself. Yeah, it's... it's Now, so... Now you have... Okay, so... You have Otis versus Mustafa Ali or Mustafa Ali. Gotta be correct if he ever if he ever hears this and gets offended, but he won't because this is to give him character. But um, and so he actually picks up a win over Otis, believe it or not, and definitely it's a believe it or not. Um, and so you know, so now you have your triple threat. Um, your other one, basically, of the, you know, the the triple threats trying to go into win, you know, on to do the title chain, the, the World Heavyweight title. You have Cody Rhodes, Finn Balor, and The Miz. Uh, you know, Did I, Finn I think Balor end up winning that? Finn Balor won that one. Miz was kind of there just for whatever. And I, I'm not surprised that Cody Rhodes, you know, got bombarded by Brock because the way he won was not, you know, not going to sit well with Brock. And we I think we all knew that, and it was a matter of time. 
you know, and we all think in retrospect, okay, yeah, like, oh, you know, Cody needs to get the push, blah, 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 but like, but like, you know, he's only been, you know, back at WWE for, you know, a year and change, and I still feel like, you know, as much as everybody hates it, I feel like he still needs to develop, you know, his character, his storyline, you know, the whole American Nightmare concept, um, you can hate me for that, but I, you know, I'm not the only one saying it. I totally agree. And so, so now, so you have basically with, you know, Cody out of the picture, you know, Finn Balor takes the win again. So you actually had these two matches with two different Judgment Day, you know, and it would have been hilarious to me, if, like, if Seth Rollins was a different one, and it ended up being, like, Finn versus Damien. Oh yeah, like that, that would have been, would been that would have been a storyline crumbler, but um, obviously they're gonna push Seth. So, um, so now you have. I don't even really want to care about this match in the sense of Rhea Ripley versus Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke has been a jobber honestly since day one. Um, I mean, so in you know, like I always love these matches they have that are basically just. Someone who's going to beat the crap out of the other person, and, and there's not going to be a chance of victory. Oh, yeah. She, Danny Brooke, Dana Brooks, yeah, she had a good push in the past, but now she's just there to pretty much take the hits. Yeah, and the other thing is that that's make a, the, a, make the, make it's the more or less It was more or less good. just a, a filler match, and then obviously given what, you know, happened in the ring, blah, 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 and, you know, Natalia comes out and, you know, tries to, you know, play whatever, you know, protector of Dana Brooke. Obviously leading into a shoddy attempt at having a, you know, a match with Rhea at Night of Champions, which really hasn't been confirmed, you know, even, you know, it's it's literally purely hypothetical at this point. Um, but again, that'd be a waste of match being at Night of Champions, but that's just my theory, but. It might, I think it might happen. I think they'll announce it on Raw. Yeah, I mean, we'll see where it goes. Um, so now you have um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Imperium, which I love Imperium. I, I, that, I you I know, thought, actually thought that match was pretty good. You know, it it was a good match. You know, obviously you 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 know you know that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are continuing to get put over, but you know, Imperium is definitely I would say within the next. You know, six months. I feel like they're. I think, if and when they do, you know, separate the belts, um, Imperium. I would, in my honest opinion, would be a good suit for, um, you know, becoming the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Because obviously, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are technically on Raw, but it's like when you're when you're both titles. You, like, I don't even know. I don't even know why they even. You know, when they when they drafted them to one side, it doesn't matter because they can go on both shows because they have both titles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Roman. He has both titles. Yeah. He's supposed to be going to both shows. Well, well and, you know, and that, that's, you know, and that's like they, you know, he was already a part timer enough as is, but Hey, let's, let's, you know, make a new title that, you know, from the, from the promos and how Triple H described it, it just sounded like a glorified 24 seven, you Pretty know, much. maybe, maybe that was just bad wording. Maybe that was just a stab at Roman's, um, part-time schedule i don't know it, it might be because i don't think i don't think they would just do another 24 7 crap because i mean that 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 title was stupid yeah. i thought i mean it was, it was only it was only fun for freaking r-truth but uh yeah, he's, he's like 47 20 30 sometimes yeah he only was like 40 times but uh 
So now you have another kind of a goofball match, which honestly, I like Zoe Stark from NXT. If you haven't looked back at the highlights, she's a force to be reckoned with. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, obviously, here we go again with, you know, Nikki Cross basically being on the same level as a Dana Brooke at this point. You know, she had that title reign for about a hot second, but it just, it just didn't really, you know, do much. But uh, um, you have Xavier Woods and Dominic Mysterio with Rhea. Who, okay, yeah, Dominic wins, but I mean, come on now. Come on. Yeah, he had a little bit of help. He always has help. It, it, it's 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 becoming such a thing in wrestling today that you don't have clean matches. That's it. The only clean matches are the, are the matches that are like less than 10 minutes. It's true. It's funny with Dominic and with the way he acts with Rhea, then you go look at a lot of... Uh... His pictures of yeah. those two on Instagram, you see Rhea's real boyfriend comment on it and say stuff. I get a I get a kick out of it. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's. I think I think his I think her boyfriend's getting really uh, sick of this. Uh, the gimmick, gimmick. I, I believe it. I believe it a hundred percent. I mean it, it's it's annoyed with it. You know it's it's your you now you have them holding hands. I seen the other day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, man, come on. Oh yeah, he, I think he's getting to the point where he just wants to beat the living shit out of Dominic. Yeah, come back to personally. come back to WWE just for that. But uh, okay, so then you have the final match of the night, which is you know the the semifinal match, um, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, you know, for the title, you know, the championship, I guess, you know, final. Um, obviously, we all knew Seth was gonna win. Finn, I mean. Finn was the OG of Universal Title, which a lot of people don't actually know because he held it for like a night. But uh, yep, and it was funny. It was it was Seth versus Finn Balor for the Universal Title. Yeah, so it was kind of a a throwback, you know. And then Finn actually did that same move that actually hurt him, mm-hmm. and he did it, he flipped he flipped it around and did it to him. And again, I I love the I love the full circle of, you know, some of the some of the matches and things that happen, which. You know, it's unbeknownst to the, you know, casual fan, but, like, it's always a nice throwback when you basically kind of, you know, almost a receipt. Pretty much. You know? Well, you like, hey, to you me. screwed Let me, me over, so, yeah. So, so I mean, it, obviously, and was Seth Rollins winning, which, go figure, right? And so, I mean... It's Seth freaking Rollins. It's Seth freaking Rollins. It is his time. You know, and so you know, let's let's you know, yeah, let's let's put- let's capitalize on that. It's it's no different than like Roman is the big push. Okay, you're gonna push whoever's the biggest one. Yeah, they, they, Seth they, Rollins they, they've has, been putting Seth Rollins to the side, and it's yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, it's it's there's been so many matchups where it's like okay, he should have won, should have won, should have won, should have won. Like you know, my my fantasy my fantasy match at some point in time would be Roman Seth and. You know, and Dean Ambrose not triple threat. That, that's my pontificating. Like, you know, that would be my fantasy. Something like maybe in the next couple years, like because you know you have the OG Shield, which the Shield was insanely popular. They they you know they had a great gimmick, they had a great everything, and so to you know to see that come full circle and all of a sudden be like, okay, well, we're gonna solve between the three of us, right? That would that that would. That would be ideal. I would love to see Dean Dean Rose to come back. Yeah, I, I think he, I I think he's ran his time in AEW, and I don't think, you know, and I and I say this a thousand times. I don't even watch AEW, but like, you know, when I watch a lot of YouTubers here and there, yeah, 
when I watch a lot of the YouTube things and it's just like they're so oversaturated in AEW, it's it's and they're not they're not coming to the conclusion where it's like they have separate you know, separate branding where you're on this show, you're on that show. You know, and so there, there. It's just there's so it, much it, there. They're they're overstacked with superstars over there, and this it's it's constantly the same stupid storylines yeah. every week. They can't come up with anything new. Lots of times they're copying whatever WWE does, and it's yeah. freaking stupid. Yeah, it's 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 like I just one- watched something like that on like. Okay, I just watched something like that on Raw. I just watched something yeah, like they, that on SmackDown. Like, you know, and that's the, the thing is, is that it's because WWE is the is the brute force of of wrestling, and so you know, if you want to essentially get get those pop, get that popularity, you basically, you know, AEW is just basically WCW two You know, like it was that it was that like we're trying to like one up, but almost do the same thing. Yeah, and so. You know, and in AEW, they're they're going. I mean, they might you know be getting these pushes on things, but at the end of the day, WWE is the big brother, and AEW is like that. It's like the puppy, pretty much. You know, and so you know, I'm, I'm not saying that AEW product is crap. I mean, like you know, they they have a lot of talent. It's just it's just there's so many people there. It that, just reminds me of WCW. Yeah, you over just, it's, it's oversaturated, and you just have too much. Too much there to try to muscle through, to figure out what pieces go where, what storylines can go there. Because there's a lot of groups. And there's plus, a ton of groups. And plus, you got half those superstars over there are big names that want a lot of money. Yeah, and the other thing is too, the the money's gonna drive eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, you know, and the thing is, but I mean, like, it's becoming a wrestling thing in general now with all these factions, all these groups of people. I mean, you have. At least probably seven of them in, in AEW that I I couldn't name the name of, but like, you know, I know there's just a ton of them. WWE is starting to have a ton of them, and like, and I'm not I'm not saying tag teams. I'm saying like more than two people. When I when I when I say factions, I mean I mean more than two. Mm-hmm. Street Profits are a tag team. They're not a faction. You know, Bloodline is a faction. It's it's you know, Judgment Day is a faction. You know, Imperium is a faction. That when you know. And so, you know, and it's, you know, I think there's probably, honestly, probably twice as many in freaking AEW, but, you know. Oh, there well, is. Yeah, and so. You got Jericho, who constantly keeps changing his faction name. Yeah. And then you have um, Moxley's faction. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't honestly name them off the top of my head, I, but I mean, I this know it's, it's, top of my head. you know, it, it's. You know, again, it's it's just you're overdoing everything, and it's it's gonna cloud the product. And I feel like give it a couple. I I would say AW. I'd give it like five years max before the 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 proverbial cracks start developing, and the product just starts going even shittier. So, but again, I don't watch it. So I mean, you know, this will be for people. You know, and I'll I'll eventually get information. You know, as the time goes on regarding AEW, I'm just WWE strong, and that's how it's gonna be. So, um, so we'll move. Yeah, I branch out to other companies. I try to watch. Yeah, and all right. So we're gonna we're gonna work our way to 
SmackDown. Um, SmackDown five twelve twenty three. Then here's the the flip side. The other you know, other you know triple threat you know in the tournament for the new heavyweight title. Edge, old man, Rey Mysterio, Hall of Famer, AJ Styles. Kind of a shoe in to win that, which he did. Um, that I mean, a, that that was a good match. That was like. Like Three I just, stars. I just feel like you, you, when you have Rey Mysterio pushed into a faction now, I feel that there's no separation to that group to him being a singles competitor now. Um, Edge is just too damn old. Like I mean, he's on the edge, like of the grave, because the dude. I mean, he just his he's sloppy in the ring. You know, it's just like, dude, like call it quits. They they could have put someone else in there. You know, they could have had a filler, you know, person in that match besides Edge and Rey Mysterio. I feel like they, you know, I, I would have put L.A. Knight in that. I would have put, you know, I mean, just the laundry list of, you know, possible competitors. But they put in two old guys. I mean, essentially two and a half old guys, you know, because A.J. Styles is no spring chicken either. No, they're um, all up in there, I think. I think all three of them are up in their 40s. Yeah. You know, but obviously, obviously, you know, AJ wins that. Um, and then you, you work your way into the night. And then you have the other tournament, which Sheamus, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. <sighs> Man. You know, honestly, like, that, that matchup was insane. Um, just because it's like, okay, like, Sheamus... He wants another title, but like he wants the IC so he can be a actual Grand Slam. But then they moved him away from the show that didn't have that title. So now it's like it's kind of a conundrum now because now, now basically he's gonna he's, he's gonna be put on hold to be a Grand Slam champion for another year. Pretty much, you know. And there's not a whole lot of crossover where they're where they're doing anything. And honestly, like I don't think Austin Theory is losing that title anytime soon. No, you know I, I he's. He's on another level. You don't have to like him, but the dude, honestly, is great on the mic. He's got that, you know, he's only 25, something like that, 26. I think so. You know. Somewhere around there. And so, you know, he he's he's an up-and-comer. You know, he's no different than what John Cena was when he came up. Oh, yeah. He, he's, you know, you could draw a pretty good comparison. Oh, yeah. They're both. They both got the same skills, and they both got great mic, skill, mic skills. Yeah. You know, and, and he and he's he's a he's a very very strong dude, very underrated in my opinion. Um, but you know, Bobby Lashley ends up winning that match, kind of an homage to the last time when Austin, you know, stole on the triple threat, you know, against Bobby. But Bobby, you know, takes out and wins this one. Um, now this <laughs> this was like it had to be like a three second match, four second, you know, less than ten seconds. But Cameron Grimes from NXT finally gets his come up to the main roster against Baron Corbin, who I feel like is on his way out of WWE. I feel like I feel like he's going to be in that list of releases because um, he just there's he's, yeah, or they're going to push his butt right back to uh, NXT. I you know I, I I don't even think NXT wants him. I think NXT, if you've watched NXT product as it stands right now, is good product right now. It doesn't need. Bum ass Corbin. No, I know a lot of he's Corbin has been trying to push to bring back the Lone Wolf, 
Baron Corbin. And some people want him to go back at as that and join up with Judgment Day. I just don't. There's no place for Baron Corbin in Judgment Day. There's he he's just he's a heel, but he's a failing heel. Like <laughs> you know, like the only person that you know again from watching a lot of you know YouTube videos and a lot of these people that are very very versed in the the ins and outs of like you know insider information from you know and you know from WWE and stuff is that um JD McDonough who's again a come up from you know from NXT to the main roster I feel like he would cuz he he has that dark persona already you know and you know that's again that's just me you know pontificating just pondering the idea of you know, if the Judgment Day could get any bigger, I don't know if it will. I mean, honestly, I think if you're going, if you're going beyond, beyond three men and a woman, like that's, you know, the only at this point, the only thing that has a you know bigger you know a bigger amount of guys beyond the bloodline of the, those four is you know is um, the uh, LWO, which is Legado del Fantasma and Rey Mysterio, which is a four set. Plus a chick, so I mean maybe, maybe that'd be something with they if they snagged up a you know, you know a fourth guy, and did a four on four, you know because there's not really anybody else that has a four man faction. So, no. you know because I mean you know OC three guys, you know so three guys and one chick. Yeah, and so there's a lot of three and one, you know, but there's only there's only a few four. So I mean. You know, who knows? I mean, that's, again, just pondering the ideas of things. But um, Cameron Grimes literally stomps Corbin in Game Over. It was literally oh, yeah, that in, was like a very, very quick match. You know, it, you know what, though? Honestly, I freaking love Cameron Grimes. I mean, like, you know, and again, if I say it, if I say it enough, is that, like, you guys need to watch all all WWE product. Yeah, the first time we seen him was at... Uh... It was, when we went to down there to Dallas for WrestleMania, he yeah, they the, had a NXT takeover. Yeah, he won the. I think it was the United States Championship. I think. No, not the United States. It was the. I mean, North American. Yeah, North American Championship. Yeah. In a ladders match, that was a good match. Yeah, and so, yeah, because freaking Waller, LA Knight, one of the two jumped off the freaking. I think it was, it was. I think it was Waller. It was Waller. He jumped. Jumped off, off and a went through. <laughs> You know, like, Two people ladders. fail to realize that you can call wrestling whatever you want to call it, but the fact that this dude just jumped off a 20-foot ladder onto another ladder onto a bunch of guys, like, you can't you can't fake what happens after that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, re- I, I, I record that, Matt. I recorded that off my phone live, yeah. and I got that on, on my Facebook. Yeah, yeah. No, that match was insane. Oh, it was good. Um, I enjoyed it. So, so, okay, so now we have... Um, the women's tag match, you know, Bailey and Dakota Kai versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Um, Liv gets hurt. Um, I don't and know although, what happened to her. Although they retain, but it looked like she, like when she landed across the turnbuckle, she might have dislocated something or hurt her shoulder or something. I might have to go back and look back at that. Yeah, I mean, but either way, I mean, fast forward now, she is actually injured. Um... You know, but I, this is where I, where my judgment gets clouded as far as like, you bring in all these other tag teams and, and yet we're, you're going to run things back the same time twice, right? 
And it's like they keep on running back the same, you know. Dude, damage control has done no damage. Nope. Like. They're just getting boring. It's just getting boring. I can see Bailey pissing off her two other Well, partners. yeah, I mean, because, because you know, Dakota Kai and Eosky do not need Bailey. No, they don't. The, no. You know, Bailey just needed some other people to make her feel relevant, and she even hasn't done anything since coming back on SummerSlam a couple years ago. So, like, you know, I just, I don't I don't buy into it. I'm not buying in the damage control, um, you know, but that's just me. I mean, that's that's the way I see it from being a fan. Um, you know, but I, I look forward to, you know, the tag division getting a little bit more eventful in the sense of not the same people over and over again. You know, we don't need the same matchups with the same people over and over again and getting the same results. So why do you keep getting chances at titles that you continue to lose at? Um, but, uh, so obviously they won that. Um, and so now you have the semif- semifinal of the tournament, AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley. You know. And AJ, AJ Styles ends up winning it. Yeah. It, you know, but like Bobby, I mean, like. Like Bobby's. If, I feel like Bobby is to the point where it's like. When he was with MVP, he was a top tier superstar. And without him, honestly, sadly, he's kind of mid card draft now. Pretty much. You know, and I don't feel like he's, he's you know, almighty. Like, he, you know, it, it's it's getting played out when he doesn't ass. have a mouthpiece. But that, again, is just me. Um, So, obviously, so now you have Knight of Champions, AJ Styles versus Seth freaking Rollins. So, I feel like, you know, obviously, like, we're all, I mean, I think most people are on the same page in the sense of it's probably going to be, it's going to be Seth Rollins. There's, there's, there's no way. Yeah, you know, AJ Styles came back him. from an injury, and so like I feel like that's not the best course of action because that what would happen if he all of a sudden got hurt and then that whole push was all for nothing. So I mean, Seth going into a move to you know to Marvel whatever, dude. So what? Okay, many 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 wrestlers have done both. He's not. I can't so, remember the character he's playing. I know. Yeah. He's playing a very, very good uh, bad guy. Yeah. You know, but, like, whatever, dude. Don't sit there and dog the guy. I mean, come on now. The Rocks did it. John Cena's done it. Hell, Roman did it. Dolph did it. The Miz has done it. Batista. You know, Batista. So you can't sit there and act like none of these guys can can play both roles. It's been done so many times. But uh, we're going to take a brief break, and we will get back. And we will cover Raw, fit, you know, five fifteen and SmackDown, and we will see, you know, you know how things develop. So we will be right back. All right, welcome back to the Lockdown Podcast. We are going to cover now Raw May fifteenth and SmackDown. 519 um so so raw basically kind of seen a little you know the response as far as cody rhodes um to you know brock lesnar and that whole shabacle um so so now you know you basically have these like leftover matches you have shinsuke versus the miz which you know 
I don't feel like the Miz is wrestling that much anymore. No, he's pretty much I every feel, weekend you know, butt kicked. Yeah, I feel like the Miz is kind of starting to put over talent. That's you know, which what seems to go on. But obviously, you don't have to, don't have to put over Shinsuke. I mean, Shinsuke is more popular than the Miz. Oh yeah, he um, gets a pop every time he comes out. Yeah, and so, so now they so in order to, you know, the Gunther talks about you know the whole, you know. I want someone worthy of my, you know, of my title contention match. So they they literally do a over-the-top battle royal, which basically all it did was just introduce a lot of NXT stars to the, you know, the the fans that don't watch NXT. And so you had you had just a plethora of wrestlers in that. Um I was really hoping at the end, you know, Bronson Reed would have won, and that would have been more of a matchup to, you know, to uh, Gunther's title. But no, we get left with Mr. Positivity. Again, let's talk, you know, way to be, you know, New Day 2.0 and your positivity um, in Mustafa Ali. Because I'm they not... want him to have that chance at the title because he's going to his, like, country. I mean, I don't know. I mean, but if that was the case, they would have that stinking, uh, what was the other guy? I mean, he's now the, um, with the Maxine Dupree, the Maximale models. Um, but I mean, he, oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mansoor. But I mean, whatever. I mean, Mustafa Ali is not going to beat Gunther. I'm I'm sorry, but he's going to honestly have. 25 blisters on his chest from the chops from the chop master, the butcher of the UK, Gunther. Because that's going to be, that's going to be honestly, they might, and they, they're going to do that. They're going to do that match mid card just to do that proverbial cheese in the sandwich again. Like I've made references to. I think they're going to start out with that match. I don't, I I mean, if they do, I won't be surprised, but it's going to be like a five minute match. Pretty much. He's literally going to chop that dude in half. He's going to break him with those chops. I mean, he's only he's probably going to do like one. One and done. He's going to smack him and be on the ground. Okay, you know, wait a, you know, they're gonna have a new. We're going to have a new reference to the one, as in the one chop that Gunther wins his battles with. Um, So, I mean, Mustafa Ali, Gunther, eh, I mean, I'm not too entertained by that. Now, let's see. Xavier versus Xavier versus Dominic. I felt like that was a do-over, but could be wrong. Pretty much is Dominic wins again. It pretty much is. Um. So now you have a. What was I looking at here? Okay. So you have a Raquel versus Chelsea Green. Um. Obviously, you know to, you know, try to build some kind of anything with that Raquel. Is a bees. Chelsea's a gimmick. Um, you have, you know, the Indusher, which is basically kind of the rebranding what it was before, because there was Indusher before when it was when it was just the two guys, but now it's three with uh, what's the nuts guy's name? Oh, man, I can't remember. I yeah, that's how much he matters, but uh. But no, and so I, I'm or Jinder Mahal. That's what it is. 
should look at just read my screen. But uh, so I mean now it's you know. But again, they look like such a dominant tag team that will probably never see a title championship in the next year. So way to go WWE for stacking brand new big boy tag teams that aren't going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Unless they separate those belts, th- there's going to be nothing to it because they're going to want to push the Sami Zayn agenda for the next foreseeable future. And so you don't have, you're not going to have new bouts on, you know, on SmackDown for the titles because they're not going to take them off them. So unless they, like I said, unless they separate those titles, it will not do anything for the, you know, for you know SmackDown to have titles. Um. So now we have Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus The Judgment Day. And for whatever reason, due to last week, um, Imperium gets involved. You know, and again, Judgment Day thinks they have this great win, but realistically, I mean, you should be thanking Imperium. But hey, what do I know? Um, so, I mean, honestly, really kind of a pretty basic show for Raw. Nothing too eventful other than the fact that Cody is you know, retaliating to Brock Lesnar's challenge. Um, you know, that's, I feel like Cody Rhodes wasn't going to, he wasn't going to win those titles. I feel like Cody is still developing his character as the American Nightmare, even though he's been doing it, he's been the gimmick for quite some years. Um, I still think, I, I feel like, I feel like this is Brock's, this is Brock's option. I feel like Brock is the one initiating to WWE that he just wants to have one last hoorah of a feud. Because obviously Brock is not getting any younger. Nope. Brock is actually older than people think. But I mean, obviously he's still as much of a beast as he was ten years, twenty years ago. But I feel like he's on his way out, and I feel like, you know, they're not going to end this feud for the foreseeable future. I see this. I see Brock taking him at Night of Champions, and then you know, we'll I say we do some kind of contingency match at SummerSlam, maybe a Hell in a Cell. Which would be great because we've never seen one live. No, yeah, I've never seen a hell. You know, I feel I feel like that would be you know it's either going to be like a street fight or something because there's there's going to be a culmination of 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 Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. This isn't going away. No. Um. So we will move to SmackDown, which you know, which we actually literally just watched before we started recording this. I mean, I watched it before, but we kind of give a fresh fresh coat of look on it. But um. So you have, you know, a pretty good, so I mean, obviously, okay, so Roman comes out, Roman does his thing, you know, and then you have Sammy and Kevin come out that basically kind of just, you know, give their, you know, their thoughts, you know, like, okay, yeah, okay, cool, Roman, you're going to come now, okay, yeah, you're like, like, no, you're not that good. And the thing is, I wish he would have elaborated on the fact that he wasn't as good as the Usos, because the Usos actually semi-win clean, while Roman... And honestly, there's been so many characters on WWE that have basically pointed out the sheer fact of that Roman's Roman is not winning clean 90% of the time. Nope. He's always has somebody at you know, side You can't sit out. there and brag about your title when you're cheating. Okay? You know, like, it doesn't, you know, I won't go on a topic that's in my head right now about, about cheating. But, like, you know, like, you can't talk about how good you are when you have outside, outside help all the time. All the time, you know. But uh, you know, again, that's that's our thoughts. That that's that's the way we think because we are we are the asses in the seats making these things. Okay, we're, you know, I just I'm not sold on Roman. I, he 
He's. I think I, when I looked it up, I think he's had he's had twenty eight matches in three years. So you have, so you have. Let's see. So between Raw and SmackDown, you have two. So you have, so fifty two weeks. You got one hundred and ten. So three hundred and thirty episodes of Raw and SmackDown, right? Yep. So you put that into twenty eight matches. That's not even like that's, what? Not even an eighth. Pretty much. So, like, you have this guy with this massive Brock Lesnar part-time schedule, and then out of those 28 matches, probably 26 of them are all outside interference. Pretty so, like, much. Pretty cool, much talk about how great you are. It's like Barry Bonds talking about, cool, look at, my, look at my home run record, but I was on steroids. Like, you know, you can't sit there and talk about how good you are if you're a cheater. Or if you you find loopholes to basically winning bouts, I don't I don't like it. I don't I, I think it's BS, you know. But I digress. The bloodline is the biggest thing in wrestling right now. Like it or lump it. Um, it's gonna split up here soon. Oh yeah, there's 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 massive cracks in that. Um, because being because honestly, before it was it was it was Jimmy that was all for it, and Jay was kind of eh. Now it's vice versa. Now Jimmy's starting to see what Jay was saying, you know, months back. And so I feel like, you know, there's proverbial cracks in. Yeah, because I'm starting to think uh, the Ustos are starting to see what Sami Zayn's been trying to tell them. Well, and that's the thing, too, is is that, like, you, you're seeing everything come into fruition that they've been talking about. Um, you know, and so... Now you have Zelina who faces Asuka, and, you know, I mean, not really too keen on that, I think. But, I mean, Asuka wins by submission, obviously. I mean, that's she wins more by submission than, than she does, you know, a 1-2-3 count. But, uh, you know, the, the Asuka-Bianca thing continues to boil but it doesn't seem like they're pushing too much for anything because based on, you know, the Night of Champions, the SmackDown is not even in the picture, which is ironic because, you know, it's Night of Champions, right? And we were looking at the last, you know, umpteen years. Well, I mean, they haven't had a Night of Champions in eight years, right? So, you know, you're doing the same status quo as you were eight years ago. We looked at like the, like the previous three, which was like 2013, 2012, right? And like, Five out of seven, five out of the eight matches were championships, but it's like if you have, you know, the one, you have Raw, Raw and SmackDown Women's Champions, there's two. Tag belts, there's three. Intercontinental, there's four. I see there's five. Like you have all of these you could be doing, but you, you have two belts wrapped on Roman. You have two belts wrapped on, you know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So you, you're, I don't know why they brought back Night of Champions to not have. You know, a night full of championship matches like they have had in the past. Totally agree. And so I just, I don't, I'm not sold on them bringing it back if they're not going to actually do what the, you know, the night is supposed to be about. Um, so now, so you have great the Grayson Waller effect with Grayson Waller basically, you know, being Miz 2.0 to AJ Styles, you know, and calling him, you know, the platinum whatever tongue mouth whatever they want to call him you know and he he literally stuck it to AJ Styles there was no real confrontation but it was just hilarious because honestly like 
again, if you haven't watched Grayson Waller on NXT, you, you, you just see the show and you don't really think much of it. But, like, the dude is good on the mic. He's good at making you hate him. He's good at making you laugh. You know, and I'm looking forward to personally, you know, pretty much all of the NXT call-ups. I'm, you know, good things to come. You know, maybe a shift in the the norm of matches. You know, and so I'm looking forward to it. You know, and so we'll see what happens in the next, like, let's say year and a half or two. You know, how, how much NXT, you know, call up superstars, you know, what happens? Do they, do they be, you know, do they come out on top? Do they just fall in the mid card? Do they come a jobber? You know, who knows? But, uh, you know, if WWE plays their cards right, I feel like they have a good future as far as the talent that's come up. Um, so now you have Street Profits versus LA Knight and Boogs. Obviously, Street Profits win in a very, honestly, pretty short match for a men's match. It was a pretty funny match. You know, and so, I mean, I don't think it was very long. No, it was there was there short. was more There was more funny little spots in there than there was actual match quality, which is surprising because you have Street Profits who have been a phenomenal tag team for, you know, many, many years on the main roster, and now it's just like, now they're just getting put in a seven, ten-minute match tops. You know, kind of like, eh, are you like, are they drifting down the card? <laughs> you know, are, are some are some of these up and coming tag teams going to replace these people, or are we are we going to see, you know, someone finally kind of, you know, step apart from you know being, you know, mid level tag teams because there's a lot of tag teams, so you know, let's 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 see where it goes. Um, but uh, so now you have. Let's see. <laughs> Here's stuff else. Um, so just a lot going on. Um, the LWO take on the, the Usos. Usos in the you know the you know the final match of the night, which sees Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn give a little come ups on uh, on the Usos as the Usos continue to legitimately fall down the card. You know, they they lost it. You know, they've lost the last two times they've gone against Sammy and Kevin. You know, and so, you know, now that you see Roman's Roman basically dogging on, you know, the, you know, the Usos and everything about their losing, you know, but I mean, they, but the thing is, but they lose, but you don't see, you don't see like, Solo, you don't see Roman helping them out, but then when Roman goes up, they have to have the outside. Pretty much. You know, that's that's just kind of my synopsis of it. You know, it's like It's like Roman saying, No, you can do it on your own. Yeah, one one there, can do it. You. One can do it, but the other one can't. Yep. Um So, you know, the the Knight of Champions match card in honestly no specific order that we don't even know yet. Um, obviously, you have the new World Heavyweight Championship, um, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles going up. Um, you have Brock and Cody going up. I feel like, you know, again, I feel like that that feud is not over. I feel like it's just getting to its boiling point. Pretty much, I think so too. So I I feel like Brock and Cody I think are not have done. A match with each other at 
pretty much every pay-per-view leading up to like SummerSlam. Yeah, so I don't think that this feud is going anywhere anytime soon, which I'm okay with because honestly, like Cody's an up and coming. Even though he's been around, he's been in the you know the business for a long time, you know. But he's reinvented himself, come back to WWE as the American Nightmare, which probably the best possible gimmick. Because if you look at him in Stardust, right, like you see Stardust as a goofball. Yeah. I but then now, Stardust. like, but all of a sudden he you know goes away, you know, reinvents himself as the American Nightmare, and it's just like it's a whole different thing. Like, you know, obviously he's gained more muscle. He's getting you know. He's just He's in you know shape. you know exactly and so like you know it, it's good it's good that like he reinvented himself but I feel like WWE you know is still gonna make him earn his keep to come back I feel like as much as the fans wanted Cody to like come back and win and to do big things I feel like WWE is treating him like new talent pretty much I think the other thing is i think the reason other reasons why they're doing a lot of this stuff he he's already admitted that when he walked out of the WWE when his when he was Stardust he pretty mm-hmm. much just quit yeah pretty much broke his contract he's already says the WWE can right now um fire him and sue him for breaking his breaking his contract when he was Stardust at the time but I so think, it's more I think, I think it's more like that's holding over his head right so they're just they're they're gonna they're gonna make him run the gauntlet especially going against Brock <laughs> oh yeah you know I feel I feel like this is kind of his receipt <laughs> I, you know I, I can see that you know so I mean you know because that's a that's a thing in WWE you know whether it, whether it's whether it's the wrestlers giving receipts to another wrestler or WWE basically giving a receipt to another wrestler that did something wrong. Yep, that's pretty much the way it is. Um, that's pretty much what Vince McMahon does. Yeah, that's but that's Vince for you, right? I mean, the, the Vince is a very grudgeful person, so oh, he holds grudges you know, for a long time. You know, but I, you know, but I'm looking forward, you know, as far as this new merger with Endeavor and everything and UFC and all this other stuff. I feel like. I feel like it'll eventually, you know, build into something. Yeah, I don't know what that noise was either. That's why there was a slight pause there for a second. Um, and so now, and then you have, you know, obviously you have the Undisputed Tag Team Champions versus, you know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus, you know, Roman and Solo, which I feel like Solo's going to get pinned, not Roman, just to keep that stigma of, of you know, Roman not getting pinned for whatever amount of years. Um, and so now, yeah, then you have the IC title match with Gunther and Must- Mustafa Lee. I really don't think that's going anywhere. It's going to be a relatively quick match. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we, like, there's just something random on the shelf in my house and it just started making noise. But, uh, so I'm... I'm surprised there's no SmackDown tag, you know, you know, conversation at all. Raw is kind of a a prediction at this point, possibly. Becky and Trish is kind of a a maybe, but it's like you, but then you have, you know, the United States on SmackDown. You know, you have it just as a SmackDown, whatever. Nothing all that eventful, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But, you know, I just feel like the Night of Champions should be something of, hey, every championship is, 
is for the taken. But, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I just think that, like, when you have a pay-per-view that is, is about one thing, you should make it, you should have matches about the one thing. It's like having a, you know, you know, the TLC pay-per-view when you only have, like, one TLC match and then you have maybe a chairs, maybe a table, whatever match, you know, but, you know, on the same thing with, like, Hell in a Cell, you have, you know, the last couple of years, it's been, like, you know, one, you know, one Hell in a Cell match. And you, yep. it's, it's the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Doesn't make a lot of sense to have, you know, to have these pay-per-views if they don't, like, go along the lines of what they, you know, what you call that, um, that, you know, premium live event. Because we can't call them pay-per-views anymore because... No, no, we're just premium live events. Yeah, do they decide to go back to the pay per views? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like honestly, if if Endeavor really starts putting their foot in WWE's business, even though they kind of own them, like I, I feel like we're gonna be screwed as fans. I'm not gonna sit there and pay about fifty, sixty dollars for a freaking pay per view. No, not happening. No, I mean it, it, it's. I'll, I'll I'll do it for WrestleMania. That's about it. Well, it's like at that point, you might as well just go to the event. Pretty much, you know. I I just I I don't you know, it's becoming a it's going to start making a you know a for profit business, just like how you know Fox you know is basically booting, SmackDown. you know, you know booting SmackDown. But and so, uh, WWE does have I think a four year contract with Peacock. I don't think when their contract is up with Peacock, I think that's when they're going to switch over to the pay per views. Yeah. I'm yeah, not sure. I mean, well, you know, and, and again, you know, you know, much like wrestling, you know, the card is subject to change. But I, st- I still call it every time they have these pay per views. I still call it pay per view. I don't yeah. call it a no. P- no I'm not calling them PLEs, man. Like, because you know that, that's just kind of ruining. I mean, that's you know, that's it's not like calling it running a movie anymore. You know, you're writing a flick or whatever. Like, you can't change the name of what it just kind of is. Like, it, yeah. it's. I don't know, but, you know, I mean, so that's just kind of the general, you know, synopsis. I mean, so, like, I would, okay, so, from the NXT call-ups, you know, like, who's, like, who are you, I mean, I could pull them up here real quick, but, um, you know, like, who's, who are you looking forward to in the regards to, you know, NXT and who's been called up? I don't know who all the ones they called up because that one tag team that we seen on SmackDown there, I didn't even know they got called up. Yeah, so Pretty Deadly was up. So I'm trying to gather here just for... So, okay. So Cameron Grimes, Grayson I'm Waller. I'm happy to see him. Um, J.D. McDonough, Zoe Stark, Indy Hartwell, who's injured. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn doesn't make much sense because they're NXT tag title holding and they still hold them on there. So what are you going to do to the NXT brand if you don't have those titles over there? Apollo Crews kind of got called back. I'm surprised they haven't they haven't done much with Caden Carter and Katana Chance because they are a phenomenal tag team. Um, Indusher, again, kind of more of a callback. You know, because Jinder Mahal has been bounced back around for, you know, Many many years, but I would like to see him as the 
championed again. Well, he I mean, I just I don't I, I think he's champion. he's playing a more um like a manager, manager at this point. Um Odyssey Jones they haven't really done anything with. Um kind of surprised. I mean, that's kind of, you know, your Bronson Reed level guy. Um so Zion Quinn, if memory serves me, is pl- uh, part of the bloodline in the sense of like family. I'm she is. She is the Rock's daughter. Well, no, not no, no, not uh, the chick from um. Not not the girl from uh, that's with uh. This whatever group on NXT. Something smiley. Zion, yeah, yeah, it's Zion Quinn is an actual just different wrestler. Um. But I'm I'm again I'm not a hundred percent sure on you know the ins and outs of that. But but no, I I honestly like. I'm surpri- I'm not surprised. Um, as far as the company, you know, the people that have gotten their call up because Pretty Deadly is a good tag team. Like you know, they're a little bit goofy and unorthodox, but you know, they're they're a solid, solidified tag team because they were on the UK and then they came, then they came to regular NXT and actually won the unified NXT tag belt. For your information. Um, and, you know, Cameron Grimes has been on the come up for a while. He kind of disappeared from NXT for a little bit. Um, but we all kind of, you know, knew he was going to get his come up. Same thing with Grayson Waller. I've been I've been literally bragging on Grayson Waller for for probably six months in the sense of, like, this guy is going to be a star. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. He you has know, the star power. You know, and, and obviously, like, you know, and the SmackDown picked up a handful, but Raw pretty much picked up the bulk of them. But uh, you know, JD JD McDonough is basically JD McDonough is basically the counterpart to Finn Balor. You know, I feel like those two could be a tag team, in the sense of like the, you know, the, you know, obviously where they came from, they're both from Ireland. You know, that would you know be a cool, you know, tag team. I don't know what they'd call them, but. You know, and then Zoe Stark, you know, one of, you know, definitely one of the, you know, great women wrestlers, you know, from NXT. I mean, I was really surprised about Indy Hartwell, but, you know, I mean, that's, you know, that's just how it goes. But, I mean, you know, it's 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 an exciting time for WWE in the sense of, like, there's been a lot of new talent that have come up. And, you know, like I said before, you know... You know, this, they're the future of, of WWE. So now, who are the wrestlers that are going to start being jobbers and put over wrestlers? And, you know, which ones are just going to straight up step aside? Because, you know, the new generation of wrestlers is coming. It is oh, here. Yeah. So, you know, that is all we have for today. Um, you know, I thank you for listening to the Lockdown Podcast. Not gonna mess that up, um, but um, so you don't want to blotch that one. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I have to do some editing, but um, uh, I digress. But um, so I thank you for listening, and we will see you in a couple weeks with definitely some, you know, some thoughts from from Night, Night of, of Champions, Champions, um, you know, and all the comings and goings of Raw, SmackDown, probably some NXT, maybe a little AW thrown in there. Who knows? But thank you for listening. This is the Lockdown Podcast. Peace. Have a great night.